0: Welcome to another episode of the Courtside Takeover Podcast. I'm sitting here with, uh, i say, couple me- a member of the Too Smooth crew, man. That's probably the best-dressed coaching staff in the city, man. Whoa. We got Coach Real over here at Wolverine man, with the Bulldogs. What's up, really? What Coach Real? What's going on? What's going on? Everybody doing? Man, not much, man. I can't call it, man. Just trying to, you know, it's been cold. It has been time. It's getting cold out here, man. Just trying to, trying to stay warm, just trying to. Move differently, man. What you what you been up to, man? You been good? How the family been?
1: Everybody you know, just adjusting to a new way of doing things. Um, yeah. Just you know, just trying to stay distant. You know,
0: still working at the same time. Yeah, just yeah, it's, it's been hard. Just trying to maneuver and move. So how the um how the boys been? How how, how workouts been this summer?
1: Oh, they been pretty good. You know, we started off you know with the quarantine outside, just you know, did some light working, some home workouts, which once they Finally allowed us to start practicing, and it wasn't so hard to get those guys back going. But as of right now, you know, we jam together as a unit. Um, this, this group right here, they pretty much like they really like each other, and they young, but with some older players, so it's kind of a good combination. So we having a lot of fun right now.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. You got you got a little mix of both. I see the young guys, a little older guys. You got a couple seniors in there. How um. So how, how how you like it? Like how how you you adjust? I know you've been you've been coaching for a while. So how you like it over here at Woodward? Oh, I, I
1: love that one. This is the only place I've been at so far. And I, you know, I've been like the seniors this year. I kind of saw him when he was in the seventh grade. So you know, I, I like where I'm at. You know, I'm comfortable, and um, you know, I, I like
0: the environment. What's your background? Tell me a little more about you. If people don't know, or if, if someone don't know, a little more about. Jareel, just tell me a little more about yourself. She, uh, I grew up
1: downtown Cincinnati, uh, lower homes with the courts. Went to Bloom in the eighth grade. You hit the Bloom, That's, <laughs> you know, went downtown, the rough neighborhood. Uh, went to West High Public School. Myself, took the junior college route. Signed a Division One scholarship with Ball State. So I'm kind of an example of pretty much every kid in CPS. Mm. So, if you didn't know that about me, that's where my love and my passion come from because I'm just like, you know, I'm a, I'm a former CPS kid. and I understand and know the struggle. So, me being in the position I'm in, I pretty much just kind of let them know what they got to do to make it up out of their situation. So, that's a little bit about me. I ain't know.
0: Yeah, so they can relate. So, the players probably can relate to you a little more just because, like, you've been in their shoes, you've been there before, you've been in that position, kind of. So, um,. I've been where they are trying to How oh, yeah. how did you like how did you get into basketball? Was it just like a re- something to release from when you got younger or this is it just something like you just fell into? Did you always play is that the only sport you played?
1: Uh I played football. Football was my first sport as far as where I was on an organized team, a part of like a family-oriented Western Jaguars comes Ray, um, downtown that I I played on some, you know, local teams like Boys and Girls Club team, yeah. neighborhood aisles. Play everywhere, but I never really played organized basketball. But what made me actually really really love was Michael
0: Jordan. Mm, yeah, I mean, had
1: cable, so the games that came on television, you know, that that's what I, that's how I had to follow love with it. You
0: know,
1: Michael Jordan, it, pretty much every game he had was on TV. So but my passion come from
0: Jordan. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, who who's what made you start for a D, or who started for a D, and what does it stand for?
1: stands for dedication their determination and discipline me and michael holmes that's gamble's head coach right now we came over there fresh out of college you know our thing was always you know want to do something for ourselves you know and that's what i kind of teach the kids too especially being a black man um just you know work i mean, want to come up with something for us that we can mm-hmm. you know generate income from get back and you know something that we wanted to own so 4d kind of came came in down the lines of everything that we trying to do with basketball so it all just came together and then now it's like so big we do all star games we got love kid teams we do mentoring programs and then me and bruce are both high school head coaches so it's all in the same line.
0: Yeah, now nah, that's what's up, that's what's up. I like that program, just on the outside watching in, just looking on, them build, looking at them over the years, some of the players they done had. I like the program. So, what made you get into coaching?
1: Well, um, I was still playing in uh, Isaiah Jones. That's Paul McMillan's son. You know, I was working for at Paul McMillan's youth camp, you know, ages five through 13. And His son kind of was just like, man, you what know, is is you still playing? And I'm like, I don't know, because, you know, you know, I don't know if you know the overseas game, how it works. You know, some people go over there for a couple of dollars. Right? Mm. If you got a family that's something that, that might not be what's best for you. So me and Big Paul, shout out to Big Paul and my dog, we uh, did the pros and cons. You know, like, do it make sense for you to stay or for you to leave? Then on top of that, obviously, you know, he wanted an assistant coach. Right. So I ain't mad at it, but it made sense. Right,
0: so, right. You know,
1: after doing the pros and cons, you know, that was something I wanted to give a try. So I wasn't like – like I always said I would want to coach one day, just not that soon.
0: Yeah.
1: So it kind of, you know, it just fell in my lap, really, and I took it and ran with it.
0: Yeah, you shouted out Big Power earlier. What's your relationship like?
1: Oh, that's my – that's like big bro, you know, with him being a former head coach and me, you know, being his assistant. And now the roles are switched. It's kind of easy. You know he's still big, bro. So if you come to a game and you watch—he still is himself. Right. He's just a dominant figure, but we have a really, really good understanding. Yeah. Like everything that he's doing, I—I I, I pretty much know what he's doing. So you know, me and Paul' relationship is just every day I'm trying to grow. So we help each other grow. Um, now that we coaching together with his, his son, who's probably the number one player in the state is the number one player in the state, it all just came together. So, man, we got a real good relationship.
0: Do you feel it's any extra pressure coaching his son with him watching over your shoulder?
1: No, because I've his son pretty much since he was picked up a basketball.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, no, it's not pressure. I mean, it's not the pressure that I want to face him with anybody else. Right. You know, like the pressure is coaching the number one player in the state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And the pressure is just, you know, making sure that he get better along with everybody else. So it's not too much pressure. I mean, with me being a basketball player and playing at the highest level, I know what it takes, I know what you gotta do. So no, not no pressure.
0: Yeah. You coach some good teams. You got the um Terry Durham, that was a great team. You got the team you had last year, I think y'all yeah, was a district championship.
1: Shout out to Terry Durham and, and the Matez Cooper, Hakeem, Thomas. North, Dre Lewis, yeah. them boys Shane Sims, all them young boys, they they you know, I appreciate and value them a lot more than being a being going into my fourth year, you know, just thinking back on that team, you know, they they wanted to play together. And, you know, they weren't perfect, but them guys uh that was a good that was a good special group. Um pretty much all the seniors had opportunity in college, you know, everybody. So yeah. we had eight seniors that year. We had eight people in college.
0: So mm, yeah, that
1: was up. That was a special group. So, you know, I learned a lot from then to now. You know, I feel like now I'm in my senior year. It's like my senior yeah. year, coach year four. And as a senior, you should be more of a leader. You should be a better leader. You should be more focused than, than other before because you had time to Learn how how to focus yourself, you know. So this is
0: to me personally, this is a big year for me. Yeah, that, that was going that to my next question. How how do you think coaching those players and those type teams made you a better coach? Oh, because it showed me
1: exactly what to do with certain players. Like each year, I had a different group. Yeah, you know. So it kind of like like when coaching, you don't stop learning. And that's another thing I learned. Like you, if you're a coach who feel like you know everything, then you 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 are not headed down the right path. Like you're gonna learn something each day, day, you know, each game, you know, each game situation. So those guys prepared me for now. And you know, I had a group who wanted to play with each other. Then I had a group who act like they want to play with each other. Yeah. So seeing both, you know, then you put in all my years of playing experience with that, I felt like I'm I'm. I'm I'm going into my senior year, pretty, pretty ready. I feel like I'm ready to go. I like I'm ready to attack, just like any other year. But this year, you know, it's, I just learned a lot from the past three. So I mean, I'm, kind of excited about this year.
0: From what's your team? Standpoint. What's your team expectation this year? What do you expect from the guys? Cause you know, it's like y'all got uh oh, y'all got a lot of good pieces. You got Aaron Davis coming back. You got Kanye. You got Little Monte. Yeah, y'all got some pieces over here. What do you expect from y'all? A couple of freshmen. You know,
1: I expect them to. I expect my seniors to play like seniors, which, like, this part of the group, the first group I had seniors where I was able to coach them before they became seniors. For example, Terry and Devontae, I was the assistant coach, Paul was the yeah. coach, but base the, senior year was my first year. So yeah. Then my second year, I had one senior who, you know, had a lot of, he had a lot of learning to do, never really completed a full season. So this year, I got seniors who've who been here who's kind of seasoned, who i can ride and be tough on been through the but, trenches with you been through the trenches aaron's been with me the longest out of all the players on the team and david's been with me and you know his his growth is tremendous i mean he's a, i got three kids on the team two kids on the team with a 4.0 one kid with a 3.5 and all both with 4.0 so for them two to be leaders of the basketball team and off the court it helps so you know this year is just more about Doing the right thing all the way around, and you know, whatever comes from that, it should be something successful. So we're looking to have a big year. And we're taking it one day at a time. You know, like last year we came into the season preseason number two in the state. And everybody just thought we was gonna do this and that without playing the game. So this year we just a lot more
0: focused,
1: more humble,
0: and again one day at a time. Yeah, a lot of people was talking about you strength of schedule last year. How do you think it was? I thought it was tough.
1: I thought it was tough. I mean, the reason why the, the we're schedule is tough, having a number one player in the state, everybody want to play. Right. So you're going to get everybody that's punch. So I mean, I thought we played some good teams. You know, towards the end, due to the schedule, there was, was a few games in there where we kind of blew, blew people out. but For the most part, we was battle-tested all the way around. We played Division one teams, Division two teams high-state
0: teams. So,
1: you know, I thought it, I thought it, was, it was solid. Yeah.
0: yeah it was it was solid. But, again, just don't put two notches on that because everybody want to play with it. Right, right. So, just because, just like, y'all got that target on y'all back, just with who y'all got on y'all staff and just the people y'all um, – and the player y'all got, a lot of people want to see how far he can go, how good he really is. Like, but hey, they're going to get what they're looking for. <laughs> but, um, So, how – how did you feel? How did you feel when he left his freshman campaign, and how did you feel when he came back?
1: Well, when he left, me personally, you know, again playing at the highest level, you see stuff like that all the time, right? And with that being said, is you know, like you can't control how a family feels. If a family wants to feel like they want to do what's best for their family, you have to respect it. So when he left, obviously as a coach, you know, I was that's who wasn't the number one freshman, right? Right. So, the same time knowing him and knowing his family and knowing their reason you had to respect it right so then when he came back you got to respect that too because i'm like an uncle and you know me and paul coached together they got to experience something on the other side which which was success there me personally i feel like any school paul go to he's going to be successful just because of the type of kid he is so me personally i looked at it like i would as a player meaning like if i come into a game and Two people didn't show up, but I got five players, and I'm still going into it, and like we're gonna win. Right. So with Paul, you know, it was just like hey, we got who gonna be the one to step up? Who next? Then when he came back, hey Paul, coming back, so now who really gonna step up? Right. Now he got to play. So it was in basketball. You can't take it. nothing's personal. You can't sure. take it personal. If you start taking things personally, then it affects you as a yeah. person. And at the end of the day, as a coach, my job is to move them forward as a person. So. That's just how I felt about that, you know.
0: You, what's your five-year coaching outlook? What do you see your program and yourself in five years as a coach and as a program?
1: Um, I see us continues to be getting better each year. Um, every year we send kids to, to school. Without, with me, personally, me, my reason for coaching is to, to basically show kids that they can be whatever they want to be. With well, me being a former CPS student myself, mm-hmm. I, I got the ingredients. It's just up to you guys to follow. So right. my my only my main goal is where you, what type of man you become and where do you go next. And a lot of people don't know that about me because my passion is so high on a basketball court. It seems like I want to win every second, and that's just the competitive nature. But once the whistle stop and the game is over with, it, the coaching don't stop, and I just feel like. The game is only two and a half hours but it's 24 hours in a day right so in five years i, I see the program having more college basketball players as far as winning you know like winning off the court pretty much helps you win on the court so if we to continue to win off the court the court is going to take care of itself so you know my five-year plan is just really like more people getting to school and more kids believing that they can be more than what they think they are at the time
0: yeah i think that's just good for just instilling that confidence in kids too do you think you're a better basketball player and coach (laughs) why
1: i think i'm a better coach than basketball player but i got more experience playing basketball so saying that right now probably wouldn't make too much sense so i'll Obviously, I'm probably a better player than a coach, the right. experience, <laughs> yeah. but me coaching wise, coaching seems like it come easier than it did in basketball. Mm-hmm. And that could have been the amount of pressure that I put on myself as a basketball player. I was always told nobody saw me going D
0: one. I
1: didn't start the balling until senior year. So, well, see, after senior year, you know, most seniors, you know, that's expected. They expect the senior to play well they don't expect you to keep they don't know how far you're going to keep going with it so as a coach though it's just so much more to learn mm-hmm. you know what i mean as a basketball player you know i didn't dunk but i started a shooting guard and guarded players six five six six so i think i did everything i could do as a basketball player. right so as a coach it's so much more room for growth that that's just kind of hard to judge but i think <laughs> Coaching make you feel just like you did as a player. If players that, that play now don't see themselves coaching, when you done a hoop you still have that love and that passion, and being a coach, I still feel like I'm in the game. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
1: I can't – that's hard to answer as far as who's one I think, but I think I'm a better coach me personally.
0: Right, okay, yeah. If you had a chance to coach one player in the city, who would it be?
1: Outside of my players?
0: Outside of your players, yeah. Sure.
1: I got a couple.
0: You can name them.
1: I like Griffin.
0: Oh, yeah, nice.
1: I like Walker. I just recently seen him, and I he he, he reminded me of his father. Mm. Um, that's tough. I like my boy over at West High. Uh,
0: hey, Abubakar. Abubakar. Yeah, he a nice. He ain't nice. Got to
1: show some West High love. Them my boys right there. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. I'm nice.
1: I like Stone and and Kata, Yeah. I, okay. I, I I worked with Robbie when he was younger. Just you know when I when I me want to work with players, that's me. I see the potential in them, and I you know want to make them better.
0: Yeah. You train players too?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. And you know, I've been training. That's what I started off doing as a trainer. You know, I got I got four girls that's working the country right now. I got. About five to six youth basketball kids that's ranked, even though the rankings don't mean nothing. But right. a lot of them rankings come from skill set and skill, and, and they, you know, and I—that's what I do. Is, you know, training right. yeah. You know, I got starting point guards from starting with female point guards all over the city. I train. I mean, the training part—I love that, just like I love coaching. So
0: yeah,
1: why don't you ask me? Most players, I love to coach. Them the ones I would love to work with.
0: With all experience as you as a coach, do you plan on do you plan on elevating your status, or do you want to be like a you being on submitted at Woodward, or do you plan on just like just basically like spreading your wings? Do you want to do you want to grow a coaching tree? Do you want to go on a bigger heights, for example, if a college job was to present itself? or Are you content, like, or was coaching even in your dreams, or is this something you that passionate about? Do you really want to continue this?
1: Absolutely, you know, right now I'm just learning. Like again, I'm a senior four years of coaching. So before I can even think about moving forward, I want to learn, I want to continue to learn and grow. So, you know, if opportunity presents itself at the next level, of course, I'm gonna take it. But right now, my Mm -hmm. only focus point is learning how to coach and giving back to where I came from. So Mm -hmm. I'm on a mission. And once my mission is complete, then it's time for the next mission. And my mission right now is Give back to the city of Cincinnati in the same way it gave to
0: you. Right, okay. I'm not
1: nothing without Cincinnati, regardless of however I feel about the city. From the player, the people that told me I wasn't going to be who I'm going to be. Now, if I'm in the gym because somebody said I want to go be something, that's motivation. Then you got people who, every time you walk around, they tell you something positive, tell you they hope you make it. That's motivation. All those things is the city giving to you. So, now I want to give back and so on. So, I'm just on a mission.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's deep. That's deep. How is how is it coaching Lopal? You know, you got this nationally ranked player, you got a lot of spotlight on you, and there's like a lot of tension on your team. How is it coaching him? Do he make your job easier? Oh, absolutely. You know,
1: like and any coaches sit up here and tell you that the players make your job
0: easy.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Paul made my job easy because he don't he's not rebellious. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't fight. He don't fight the coach, and then somebody in that status, you know, fighting the coach, that wouldn't be. You would expect that if you've been in the game, but you know, no, he don't fight you. Be easy to talk to. He's coachable. Um, he want to get better, and he, he want, and he he is a team player. Me personally, you know, with Paul coming in, every team Paul played on, he had older players on the team with him. Mm-hmm. So when you're young, sometimes the older players, they feel like it's their turn. So, you know, Paul the type that will do whatever it takes to satisfy the team, which you want him to do what's best for the team, not what's going to satisfy the team. So, but no, he's, he's easy to coach, he's fun to coach. You know, I, I do think he's a big time next, next level kid. You know, you know, he, my job, it could be where any coach's job is hard without a point guard.
0: Yeah, for sure. So he's
1: a legit real point guard. So my
0: job's not no, oh, He's going to make a hard. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So um, what did, we, it's time for my takeover segment of the day. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. You can answer them as best as you can or as honest as you can. We're going to get up out of here. So if you can narrow your principles down into three words, what would they be? I've been my principles down. Into three
1: words discipline, dedication,
0: desire. Good. Discipline, dedication, and desire. I like, oh, 4D. Okay, I like I like that. Okay. That's my <laughs> yeah. I just left one Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's now, that was an easy question. Yeah, that was slick. That's where it came from. Those are my
1: principles. Dedication, discipline,
0: desire, and determination. I like that. Best yeah. basketball I should have hoop in, in your opinion. To hoop in? Yeah. I'm hooping LeBron's. I'm getting that a lot. Okay, so the LeBron's.
1: Because that's just because of the way my feet are. I can't wear retros. I can rock retro jewelry. But I
0: can't hoop in them, yeah. Um. Best basketball player you ever seen playing in person? High school basketball player. High school basketball player. Yeah, play? best one you've ever seen play in person.
1: LeBron James.
0: Oh, you seen Brown play in person? I graduated in 04 He graduated in 03 Okay, then. I know. Oh, yeah. That fight was live. Where you see him play? hero or was it up there? i seen him play multiple
1: times. i seen him play in Akron in the A- I mean, in Ohio State in the age tournament with him, Drew Lavender, Brandon Fouts. Uh, I saw him play in the tournament game. Boy, I didn't get to see the Roger Baker game, but I saw okay. him. You know, but I wasn't yeah. actually there. I saw LeBron play multiple times. I saw him play as an, uh, NBA players
0: with. That's you know, what's up. In high
1: school, yeah, that was the easily the best high school basketball player. I
0: um, what has basketball taught you that you can apply to your everyday life? Discipline. Mm, good one.
1: And um, yeah, discipline meaning like to so how to follow a schedule. You know, when you go from high school to college, you know, we all used to say they got they control our life. Mm-hmm. That was our saying in college, and they control our lives because weights at six. In upper ways, we got, we got, we got to eat breakfast. If you don't, you have to eat breakfast. They monitor your, their swipe card. Right. So from six to seven, 15 is ways. Then take a shower and go eat at eight. Then you got class at nine, class at 11, class at 12. Individuals at two, study hall at five, open gym at seven. Then you get your, now you can relax and go home around eight o'clock. So what can Dang. you do from 8 o'clock until it's time to go to sleep? So you feel like they control your life So that until you get done. And then right. you finish, and then you see you can follow that follow that schedule, getting a real job in the real world, you're going to wake up and go to work every day without a problem because you're used to a schedule. Yeah.
0: You're
1: going to still be able to be yourself because you got to be yourself after doing everything they actually do in college. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that basketball relates to life, and, and I'm able to move the way I'm moving now because of that orange ball.
0: So... There's so much you can do with that orange basketball. Man, yeah, for real, yeah. And last but not least, who should I have on the podcast next? And if you know him, you should plug him. Ozie Davis. I got him, man. I reached out to him. He's supposed to be on here. He's supposed to be coming up, but that's one that I really want, man. I like the Godfather. Oh, that's the Don of the basketball yeah. right. That's why I said he like the Godfather of basketball, he man. Godfather because, you know, everybody don't have
1: connections. You yeah. can see everybody right
0: now. Anybody he tell you about, he can come. That's why, yeah, I really got to get him on just so much. I got to, it's like, so much about Cincinnati basketball, I don't want to know. So, hey, Ozzy, I'm waiting on you, man. No, it's,
1: a lot of the coaches that coach right now play for Ozzy. Yeah. So went through Ozie, Well, Ozie got something to do
0: with it. Yeah, so that, that's, that's one me, I that need. That was
1: easy for me to say. Shoot, Aaron Davis is Ozzy's uncle.
0: Mm, okay. So, man. Yeah, Ozzy so, Davis
1: for sure.
0: Need that. Well, it's, of course, I to take over the podcast. Thanks, Coach Real, for joining me, and we out, man. Yeah, I appreciate you.
1: Appreciate you